Greetings, friends, and welcome to Trajectory Podcast. It's the week after Christmas, and New Year's Day is right around the corner. So, yeah, everyone is looking like a well-insulated beach ball, just in time to get back to sports in the new year. (laughs) Have fun getting back in shape, guys. Yeah, enjoy that. Uh, let's, uh, Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the teachings of Jesus. Thank you for Christmas. I pray for uh, all those who are listening today, that you would bless them, that you would encourage them in their walk with you, draw them to yourself. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. And now for our moment of positivity. All around the world, there are these people who are responsible to represent groups to God or their God, King, Spirit, Person, Holy Fish, whatever. These, these people are called priests. It's a priest's job to go between men and God. That's what he does. He's like a religious messenger to God for the people, a representative of sorts. I grew up in a country where these people were called witch doctors. Basically, a group picks a person to do magic or sacrifice animals or perform religious rituals for the people to a God of some sort. The Jewish people had priests as well. Men would enter the temple and bridge the gap between God and men. Did you know that Christians don't need a priest? Or, I guess I should say, we don't need a priest here on earth. The Bible says that Jesus is our priest. Jesus stands between men and God as our representative. All these false religions that have a priest guy are totally missing out. Jesus is in heaven right now. Reminding God the Father of you and your needs. He even prays for you to God. That's what the Bible says. Jesus is the best priest to ever live. And he never dies. That's our moment of positivity. All right, let's jump into our lesson. Today's lesson comes from Luke chapter 12, verses 13 through 27. You'll remember, uh, obviously, we took a quick break for the Christmas season and had a Christmas broadcast. Now we're back to the parables. And this is a parable that Jesus uh, gives on greed. So what's going on here? Jesus is in a large crowd of people, presumably teaching them. Maybe he's doing some healing as well. This man pipes up and he has a special request uh, for Jesus. So Luke chapter 12, verses 13 through 27. uh, Let's read. Someone in the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. Jesus replied, Man, who appointed me a judge or arbitrator between you? Then he said to them, Watch out. Be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in abundance of possessions. And he told them this parable. The ground of a rich man yielded an abundant harvest. He thought to himself, What shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, this is what I'll do. I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones, and I will store my surplus grain. And I'll say to myself, you have plenty of grain laid up for many years. Take life easy, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, you fool, this very night your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? This is how it will be for whoever stores up things for themselves but is not rich towards God. Let's uh, let's start off by putting ourselves in the shoes of this poor guy that starts the conversation. So here you are. Your father has just died, leaving the inheritance to his children. This is how it works even to this day. Um, 
while you haven't been looking forward to your parents dying, you have been looking forward to the day when you would finally have a few extra dollars to maybe throw at a down payment to a house, or let's be honest, uh, maybe just buy that new PS5. Um, your brother, the older firstborn one who's in charge of divvying up the cash, decides to keep it all for himself because he's super awesome. Uh, you don't even have words for how mad you are. This is just like your brother to do this. He's always just been a jerk. Here comes Jesus. Finally, someone who is an authority greater than the brother. Jesus could convince your brother to do the right thing, but Jesus doesn't bite. Instead, he rebukes you for being greedy. And then he tells a story about a farmer guy who's wealthier than you will ever be, especially because your brother stole the money that you were supposed to get from your dad. Life is not good. Not cool, Jesus. Not cool, older brother. You are both not living up to my expectations. All right, so this is kind of where we're sitting here. Uh, I just sort of want you to feel the frustration that this poor guy must have had. And then Jesus doesn't actually even make it better. Uh, and there's good reason for that. Jesus is perfect. And the reason for doing this is really super good. Let's check out two lessons from this passage. Uh, the first lesson is this. Um, the fact that Jesus would not go and rebuke the brother shouldn't be a surprise to us. Have you ever read the Chronicles of Narnia? I really love the Chronicles of Narnia, especially the book called The Horse and His Boy. That's probably my favorite uh, out of the series. In that book, C.S. Lewis teaches us about a characteristic of God that Jesus demonstrates here. Over and over in the book, Aslan tells different characters that they are never told someone else's story. When God interacts with someone, he deals with them directly. Have you ever read the Bible or heard a sermon and thought, oh man, like this guy I know, he needs to hear this, or oh my friend, she, she definitely needs this. This is so them, they suck. Uh, this is not ever how we're supposed to respond when we hear a sermon or read the Bible. Jesus is teaching you, not them, you. There is a really good reason for this. If Jesus did dealings with them to you or through you, his lessons would be twisted by your selfishness, just like our friend here in the story. That guy did me wrong. Therefore, he is bad and I don't like him and God should kill him with a weird disease that makes him smell bad. So anytime we listen to a sermon or read the Bible, we should ask God, what do you want to teach me? What do you want to change in me? Not anyone else, me. All right, the second lesson is this. Greed is bad. Jesus even found fault with a guy who wanted what he deserved. Like, that's crazy. The reason God hates greed is because he knows it will destroy us. In the story of the rich farmer, this guy was doing great. All right, he had money to spare, and then boom, Mother Nature delivered a bumper crop. The rich men went from driving beamers to Lambos. This guy has a problem. He actually has too much wealth. He has to be creative or else there's going to be a major uh, uh, wasting of grain. All right, so he's got to put his thinking cap on. He does this and he comes up with a really creative plan. Let's increase my capacity to hold wealth. All right, that's what the guy decided. He's going to increase his capacity to hold wealth. Let's build super barns to hold the super grain crops. Uh... And so he does this, and not only does this fix his I've got too much wealth problem, it also fixes his I don't ever want to work another day in my life problem. All right, this guy's got it made. The sin that the man committed started in, 
in the way that he utilized his creativity. Instead of finding creative ways to be generous with his wealth, he found creative ways to be greedy. We have all been given something. I'm not a rich man, but I am decently good at communicating, let's say. I could use that to line my pockets or to proclaim the gospel. What do you have? Today, I'd encourage you to try two things. First off, see God's advice as being directly to you, not someone else, you. Don't worry about other people. They are not your problem. Secondly, find creative ways to be generous. Spend time thinking outside the box on how you can give more instead of how you can get more. Or if you want to think about how you can get more, think about how you can get more so you can give more. That's good too. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me today on our Trajectory Podcast. Until next time, may God richly bless you.